rpgmp3.com and the Gate Campers present a rise and fall adventure set in the world of Tropis. Make a regular donation of just $5 a month to get higher quality audio recordings released ahead of time. That's right, feed the zombies, monkeys and mutant pirates and you too could get higher quality audio. It is the fifth year of the new calendar. Five long years since House Maynette stood proud before the Council of Nobles and cried no to theatrical betrayals. Five long years of blood and iron, of shadow games and ruin. Without unquestioned theocratical guidance, noble, merchant lord, and knight alike carve land for themselves of sword, words, and deceit. Whilst in the west the ashes of House Fairweather's doom have finally settled. Amidst all of this death and chaos, House Glacendia, born from desperation, stands alone against dragon fire, the full moon's chanting howl and an unholy alliance. Now is the time for Saturnine snows to be marked with the bloodied tears in a strike of iron blade. Now is the time for two stories to be told. That of House Glacendia and that of strangers upon a strange shore. So welcome back, or welcome for the first time, one and all, to the world of Tropis. Good evening, morning, afternoon, or brunch. <laughs> My name is Daniel or Danny, or that bloke who swears a lot and pisses people off. I will be your DM for this evening. With me today, I have a sparse companions, for it would seem technical issues have harried me from the Pantsus Gamers even onto this new group. So with me today, I have a pair of lovely ladies. On my left, I have Ashley Gordon. Could you say hello, Ashley, and introduce yourself? Hello. Um, yes, he said my name already. Uh, perhaps you could tell us something about yourself. Um, I'm from the west coast of the U.S. near Canada. Spent a lot of time in college and unhealthy addiction to RPG. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and what sort of experiences have you had with the RPGs? Dragon Age, a little tiny bit of Dark Heresy. Working on GMing New World of Darkness. Um... And just stalking people that have their own games but not participating. And on my right, I have the lovely Miss Bree. Bree, perhaps you could introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about yourself as well. Hi, I'm Bree. Um, I live in the east coast of the US. And I'm not interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I've been role playing for like seven years and I like MMOs. Yay. We'll make you interesting. Here's a clown costume. (laughs) So, without further ado, shall we begin our merry gerard and uh, make characters? Dun dun dun! So normally this would be a bit where we have lots more people rattling around, but unfortunately lots more people rattling around. Matt has uh, found himself away from electricity, and Mr. Alex has um, found himself in bed. Git. Hmm. And uh, another of our companions is off, have, is off panicking her way through an exam. That's the lovely Tash. And another had to cancel rather late because of uh, familiar requirements. So, characters in the world of Tropis. Now, it may interest some folks at home to know that we are not using um, a known rule set, are we, ladies? Mm, I don't know enough about the rule set. No, we are in fact using my own system, the Horizon 4 system. He says, trying to find the correct and most up-to-date PDF. There's too many of them! God curse my backups. Ooh, this looks promising. Nope, that's like a year old. <clears throat> as you can see, I'm just as organized as I was with the Panzer Gamers. No, here it is. You know, it might be obvious for some I should probably pick the file called Tropis first. You know, <laughs> but alas, it is not that common. So, let's begin with character creation. Naked, a man comes from womanly womb, and so he comes, so too does he depart. He takes nothing from labour gained that he might bring before Insandi's throne, Insandi being the god of death. Yet behind him he leaves so many gifts, memories, lessons, and loves never lost. We are all in this way, gods, immortal and free. The first stage of character creation involves selecting your character's race. Woo. The choices available to you depend on where, your ca- where the campaign is set and how grumpy your GM feels at the time. I'm not feeling particularly grumpy today, so I will give you full grace of any of the races in Cake. However, I will say this one thing. When selecting your race, it's essential to consider those races that are more... Um, I'm trying to think of a good word more numerous in the location in which the campaign is being set. These are known as the superiority. The superiority races are those races which basically the GM has previously said that basically there's a lot of these blokes in here. So there's a lot more of these blokes than there are of these blokes. If you choose a superiority race, you gain a plus one build point during character creation. You can use these build points to get yourself extra shiny things, uh, make your character more powerful, that sort of stuff. So bear that in mind. The superiority races for this game are Maynettians and Fairweathens. Okay, so if you choose to play either of those, Maynettians tend to be the, tend to be a bit merchantile, whilst the Fairweathens are born survivors. They've suffered the destruction of their homeland to, due to a monstrous plague, and now are a scattering, a scattered people spread across the, the great nations of Kaeg. 
So these two are the superiority races. They're, they're the superiority races in this campaign because it's set in Pentacan, in a particular settlement that was formed when House Mainetti and sorry House Mainet and House Feverwood decided to join together. Okay, so there's a lot of Mainettians and Feverwoods here, but these days it's a bit of a it's five years since the settlement was abandoned uh, by its parent houses due to war and plague. So now it's basically a bit of a cooking pot, but still the superior race, superiority races are Mainettians and, and Fairwovens. Okay, so bear that in mind. Mm -hmm. Something else to bear in mind is the number of starting attribute points or build points rather use depends on the type of campaign. Now I've set there forth that there are three types of campaign common, established, and heroic. In heroic campaigns, the characters are cut above the rest. Often they represent the cream of society and might even begin with titles. Heroic characters have seven build points to present during character creation. Now, to give you give people who have previously listened to Tropus an idea, the campaigns previous to this have all been heroic campaigns. Um, yes, ma'am. You just went Domo Rigato a little. Ah, did I? Yep. <laughs> but it's perfect. It's fine now. Okay, what did I miss? Uh, there was like three or four words at the end of one of your sentences. It's like, uh. I'm sure there question? are really, really interesting <laughs> words. I'm fairly certain people at home <laughs> live without those. That's kind of, I speak enough words. Unless I yeah. miss anything really important. Just... <laughs> also, make sure your torrents are right off, you thieving buggers. Yeah, I don't know what you're like. So, heroic campaigns are things like Hercules, uh, Robin Hood, and the, those other blokes, the gay people in the forest. Like Big John and Fire, tuck his cock between his legs, pretend to be a lady. It's those guys. So established campaigns are filled with those characters who are veterans of their field. Whoever they are, the characters have already spent a few years becoming set in their environment, and often locals know them on sight. Established characters are like your veteran mercenaries, your band of adventurers, the sort of people who they've been around a bit, they've seen the world, they've fought a few campaigns already. They are established, they are veterans. Whilst the third category, which is the campaign we're playing at the moment, common campaigns, are those that feature the ordinary men and women of Tropis against extraordinary events. It might be a group of watchmen working to stop the infiltration of a malicious cult, or the survivors of a fair weapon plague trying to reach safety. Now, as a common character, you don't have as many build points to start with, but you can pretty much be anybody. You are someone who's got out of bed one day, and found that his village is light, or walked the wrong way at a turning and found himself on an adventure. You, your characters aren't looking for these experiences they're going to have, the terrors they'll find, the horrors and friendships, but fate has curved their way, and so forth, they have found them. So, if you'd like to open your character sheets and scroll down a wee bit, you'll find an area called Attributes. Now, Ashley, how much do you know about these attributes? Uh, I used to know what they all meant for all of two hours, and then a week later I don't remember any anything. <laughs> uh, trying to remember, was charisma kind of like a force of personality, or that was... What about you? What? I asked, what about you? Oh, you cut out. Okay. Um, um, can we just hold this for a second? Restart the call. Yep. 
And back in the call. <clears throat> so, as it turns out, Ashley wasn't hosting. I was, and my connection sucks, as previously discovered in the past gamers episodes. So I apologise. New sorry. It was my fault. So, what about you, Brie? What do you know about these attributes? Um, we went over them like three months ago. Shh. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I sort of remember them, but I couldn't be okay. very specific. Well, what we're going to do then, we're going to go through the attributes each in turn, and you girls can tell me what you know about them, or what you remember at least, and if you make any mistakes, I'll happily happy correct you. So, the first attribute is Charisma. Now, what's Charisma? Uh, I want to say personality, or just working with other people, maybe. I don't know. You tell me. What are you, Brie? I agree with Ashley. Hmm. I s okay, I'm asking you first next time. What would be another word for li for, for charisma? I actually nearly said it then. So what would be another word for charisma? Personality? To an extent. Perhaps leadership? Ah, uh, there we go. Leadership is another way of saying charisma. Charisma is the attribute that ties together all your interpersonal skills. So you're bartering with the merchant, you're, you're flirting with the lady high, you're commanding great battalions of men towards their doom. That is charisma. What about an easy one here for you, Brie? Comeliness. Your appearance, like how pretty or not you are. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ashley? Zero is you're perfectly normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so comeliness is the re re reflection of not just how pretty you are, but how well kept you are, how clean your skin is, how free of pores and spots and other nastiness. So a pockmarked youth who might have like lovely hair, perfect chin construction, a few, a few pockmarks here and there would have a lower comeliness than someone who, I don't know, had some, um, had some burns, but covered his face in a mask to look all enigmatic. So, another one for you, Ashley. Endurance. Uh, I want to say that's like the ability to carry on. Um, God, how did we explain this last time? Meow. Almost health. I don't know. Okay. What about you, Bray? What do you think endurance is? I would also add, like, well, I was going to add, like, resistance to, like, sickness and cold and stuff. Perfect. Endurance is your ability to endure not just damage, but the elements and poisons and other nasty stuff. It's basically your general fitness and well-being. Okay, back on to you, Brie. Finesse. Um, like, I don't know another way to describe it, but, like... Using, like, daggers and stuff, and, like, I don't know, I just want to equate it to dex. <laughs> okay, that's fine. What about you, Ashley? Uh, just doing things well. Uh, it's, it's your ability as opposed to, say, knowledge of no. something. No, okay. Um, finesse is your... Basically, bring it quite close. It's your dexterity, amongst other things. Mm -hmm. It's how agile you are. It's how 
quickly you can move, how deft your hand is. Finesse is the, the skill of the pickpocket, of the swordsman, of the juggler. Okay? Finesse is directly involved in the shooting of bows and small lightweight weapons. I beg your pardon? The shooting of bows is done by perception, because I'm an idiot. Finesse is basically tacking stuff. If this was Dungeons and Dragons, finesse will be strength in regards to attack bonus and dexterity in regards to being dexterous combined. Okay? So now an easy one for you, Ashley. Knowledge. What's knowledge? <laughs> I could be a troll and say, uh... <laughs> Bookmarks what you know, yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. What about you, Brie? Um, can it also be practical knowledge? Yes, it can. Is knowledge a reflection of how intelligent your character is? No. Ashley? Depends. Gone? I don't know. There's, <laughs> the dif there's a difference between wits and intelligence. Mm hmm. You know, intelligence, sure, you might have every single equation in your head, but you have no idea how to apply it, <laughs> you know. In Rise and Fall, there is no attribute for your intelligence. Your character is as intelligent or as stupid as you choose to <laughs> roleplay him. However, knowledge is a reflection of what you've learned. Be it the knowledge to go left at the next fork or right because you know that right leads to nowhere and left leads to the nearest village or be it the knowledge that a hundred years ago a peasant's rebellion murdered the lord of a particular land or whether the writing you're looking at is is, is high shaleen rather than I don't know, common school and, and shit on the bar and war okay, so knowledge is everything combined, now when you roll, make a knowledge roll, you'll be asked to... I'll basically tell you the topic you're rolling on. Now there'll be some times in which you'll decide, my character should know a bit more about this. Or perhaps you'll decide, you know what, my character shouldn't really know much about this. You should then tell me, and I'll give you a penalty or bonus um, accordingly. Now this requires a bit of honesty, a bit of fair play upon your part. So in return, the penalties and bonuses are not going to usually be that big. And if for chance you say, "Oh yeah, my uh, my flea bitten swineherd, he 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 knows, uh, oh yeah, he knows what he knows great histories. He does things get a little bit sort of meh, and I start to question your motives there. So basically, as long as it's within your character concept, you're full within your right to request penalties or bonuses to knowledge. Okay, so remember that, girls. Don't be afraid to ask. Just ask. Yep. Now, I believe this is one's back for you, Brie. Mobility. What is mobility? How well you move about. And Ashley? Mm. Almost evasion, maybe. Exactly. Mobility ref it reflects how spry your character is on his feet, how much he can dance about when fighting someone, how quickly he can move. Please keep all typing to a minimum. And generally, how quickly he can get his ass out of the way of that incoming halberd before it lops his head off. Back to you, uh, Ashley. 
Another hard one for you, Ashley. Okay, so just brace yourself here. Okay, this is really, really difficult. Perception. <laughs> you already told us it involves bows. Ha 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 ha. I hate you. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's more to your eye, your five senses than shooting bows. That's me being smart ass. <laughs> I know. I'm give you a slap. Yeah, a slap. Like Yay. Okay. Um, <laughs> bottling that. Okay. Um, yeah. Bow stuff. Also, maybe just noticing shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a room. Uh, just noticing to the side when you're looking straight forward, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Miss Bree? Uh, I'm going to go with what you said in the five senses. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, perception is basically a representation of you noticing shit. Uh, be it noticing that there's someone scrawled in the wall in their own poop, help me! Or be it noticing that there's an ambush halfway down the road and it's going to butcher you all. Mm-hmm. Or noticing perhaps that someone's lying. These things are all perception based. Now, another one for you, Bree. Okay, I need you to take a deep breath. Because this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever had to define. Okay? So I just need you to... Trust me here. You can do this. What is strength? How hard you smack stuff. <laughs> Ashley? Uh, yeah. Um, isn't that like... Is it a damage modifier in this? Mm-hmm. So I think we've pretty much canned it there. Strength represents how hard you can hurt people. Out and lift things, but nobody ever uses it for that. It's always hurting people. Because we're role players. And we like to hurt people. A lot. Especially you, Ashley. And you, Bree. Girl. <laughs> so, back on to you, Ashley. Ha! Huh, you've got a hard one. Willpower. What is willpower? <sighs> Depends. Uh, um, hmm, does that have something to do with magic? I can't remember. Willpower is possibly the most flexible attribute we have here. Mm. So, yes, it does. It has a connection to magic, amongst other things. What about you, Miss Bree? Um. Sort of. Yeah. I lost my brain. <laughs> Nobody move. Drop my brain. So willpower is a reflection of your character's ability to withstand suggestion. Okay? We ignore the whole magic aspect for now because you guys, as common characters, cannot become magic users. Mm-hmm. At least not within the normal rules. Okay? So... Willpower reflects your ability to withstand suggestion. It also it reflects your ability to keep going, regardless of the trials made against you. It also reflects your ability to fight yourself. When you know that you have to send men to die, your friends, your brothers, your sisters, people you've dined with, people you've lived with, to die... The commander's willpower is what allows him to do so. 
if abandoning your friends because you're a roguey thief and prefer your own skin to them. But hearing them cry for help for, for help from you, willpower, is what allows you to keep going and abandon them. Or perhaps it's what allows you to go back and save them. The final attribute on this list, I will define myself because I'm not that evil. Mm-hmm. But I know it. Okay, what is humanity then, Brie? It's how, um, like, high or low you would act. So, like, how much, like, an animal, like, feral or, like, you're all in your brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. It's apparently it's not that difficult. <laughs> it's vampire. <laughs> it's not vampire. You make that and I will slap you for crying out loud. <laughs> I'm going to slap you regardless. <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so we'll right here a few occasional slams at the door because apparently the kid, the uh, my family has decided, you know what, let's not go to bed tonight. As long as we haven't got school tomorrow. One sec, I'm just going to ask him. Hey, Kia. Could you um, use the other door to come through because I'm recording at the moment and that slamming comes straight through. Thanks. Okay, it's appreciated. Ah, that was a lot easier than expected. Okay. So, we now know what the attributes are. Okay. Currently, my lovely ladies have yet to choose their race. So, we'll go back to races, because this will help, will will basically affect your attributes. So, for the starters, um, Brie, you can go second. Ashley. (laughs) Major panic there. Ashley, you can be my victim for today. Mm -hmm. Have you decided whether your character is going to be human or not? Yep. Okay. And would you like an overview of the various different nations your human character can come from? Mm, I think I just saw my net. Okay. A while ago. Would you like an overview regardless? Yep. Okay. There are many human nations on Cake. The Mayneti are the largest. They are merchant uh, merchantile people currently under war. War not just from the theocracy, but from their own lords, as each vies for power to rip it from the glass with a weakening house mainnet. The Pendrani are noble knights and warriors. They live to the north. Yet recently, with the collapse of the theocracy, the Church of Caig, who recently ruled Caig with an iron fist, the knights are dead, gone, or turned rogue. Pendrani is upon the verge of collapse as a nation. To the west, Sorry, in the east, there is House Vatar, the Vatanians, a goat-like people, vicious, petty, and with a little mercy. To the north of Vatar is the Mentikoshi, a plains-like people, living off the land, recently occupied by House Vatar. To the east of Mainetti, are the Avonholders, a land of freeholdings ruled by a de- democracy, ruled by its people. To the west, far to the west, are the Pentican, a barbaric people who worship not just animal gods, but dragons as well. 
Some say, in darkened whispers, that some pentacan even take on the form of the wolf, or the dragon, or the bear. They call those the Pestis de Luna, or in the common tongue, werewolves. South of Pentican are the Dominosi, outcast humans, blighted wherever they tread, for it is the Dominosi who look to magic to gain their power. For magic is a force of evil on Keg, and all wise men and women hate it so, except the Dominosi, who sacrifice children under the moonlight, it is said. It is known. So you have chosen to be a Mainetti, mm -hmm. a merchandise folk. The Mainetti give you upbringing, gives you a plus two bonus to any checks rela relating to the bartering of goods. Basically, any merchantile action. Under notes and languages, in the centre of your couch sheet, could you please write that? Mm -hmm. And because you are a human, you gain, a pl you gain plus two build points at character creation. You also have the option, if you don't like your upbringing talent, being in this case, plus two uh, bonus to merchantile, you may also instead gain sacrifice that for an extra build point, which will bring you to plus three. Yeah, and getting rid of the background. Hmm? And I'd be doing that. Okay, so you're getting rid of the background to give you plus three mm -hmm. build points. Okay, don't forget you're also selecting a Mainetti, which is the superiority race, which gives you an extra build point, so you now have plus four. Now, while I talk with Bree, could you please spread those attributes, those bill points across your attributes? You do not have to spend them all. Keeping some can buy extra bill points and such. But for now being, all your attributes are zero. Feel free to adjust them as you see fit. You may reduce any attribute to minus one to gain an extra bill point. You may do this any number of times, but it may not take any attribute below minus one or above plus two. Zero is average. Um, I need a reminder. How many do you start um, in a common? That's what I've just told you. Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, beg your pardon. No, no, sorry. I got confused. <laughs> You've got plus two from being being a manatee. Mm -hmm. Plus one for sacrificing the upbringing because you're a varied race, you're humans. Plus one for the superiority, which is four. And, an av and a common character gets plus three. This brings you to seven build points. Okay, that's all I need. And you, Miss Bree, have you decided what you shall be? Are you going to be um, or not? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to come from Fairweather. Okay, you've chosen to come from Fairweather. Let's see what the Fairweathers have. Okay, 
as a Fairweaven, you are built using the same attributes as a Pendranny, because Fairweather and Fendranny were so tightly knit together. However, you will start with a different, a different language than the Pendranny to reflect your different upbringing. Okay, so you gain plus two build points. He says, scrolling back down because the accent is scrolled up. Okay, and your upbringing attribute is indoctrinated. As a people, the Pendrani are raised with tales of knightly heroics and the supremacy of the theocratical state. As a result, they are generally well-versed in religion and fiercely defend what they see as the one true faith. Even with the collapse of the theocracy, this remains true. All Pendrani, and as an extension, fair weapons, gain a plus two bonus to any check related to the theocratical faith. Okay, are you going to keep, you going to keep that upbringing or sacrifice it? I'm going to sacrifice it. Okay, that brings you to plus three build points. Okay, so you're also a superiority race, so that's plus four. And because it's a common uh, campaign, plus three bringing you, like Ashley, to seven build points. So if you'd like to spend them on your character sheet or keep them for later. Don't worry that if you decide to keep a few and then we and then decide that actually you've got a few spare, you didn't want to spend them on the other stuff you can choose later, you can always go back and build more attributes. Okay, if you girls could just let me know when you're finished. I'm finished, but I'm going to go run for a drink real quick. It'll okay. take more than a minute. That's no problem. See, I have two litres in my hands currently. I am prepared. Also, while we've got a bit of quiet, seems like good enough time to suggest that if you're listening at home and you're a non-patron, it might be wise to note that as a patron of RPGMP3.com, you receive all your recordings at least a month in advance, or well, a month to two weeks in advance, depending on which uploader. You get a higher quality of recording, but using a, be a better bitrate, and you get the super secret patrons forums and all this for a paltry sum i think it's less than five dollars i honestly can't remember the top of my head it's five dollars it's five dollars thank you embry so just for five dollars a month you get access to a lot more audio not just from this group but from many others and a lot quicker that bare bit rate as i've just gone over also, you get the peace of mind knowing that you're helping support the costs of the site because RPGMP3.com is a non-profit organization. And also, whilst I'm advertising things, for those of you with an MMO bent, check out EVE Online and the EVE Universe. <laughs> Hush, you girl. That's the EVE University. With over 2,000 uh, members of our corporation, we are the premier site to help tutor new capsuleers in the ways of the world. 
So join Eve University and be awesome. Wait, Only wait, awesome let me guess. people can join Eve University. Also give it Danny Isk. You're welcome to give it Isk <laughs> too. Although don't feel obliged. You don't have to. But join Eve University. You know you want to. Apparently I'm not cool enough for Eve University. Uh, you'll be cool enough for Eve University when I get upgraded to a um, a uh, recruitment officer. Uh-huh. It's not, it wasn't that you, were, that you weren't cool enough to join Eve University. It's that we thought you were a spy. <laughs> because you tried joining with a high um, skill point character in the middle of a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they thought you were... Well, not me. I've, obviously, I didn't know you. I knew you weren't a spy. But, yeah, they thought you were a spy. I tried to refer them to you, and then I think you got... Sus- they suspected you. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, they suspected me, and I was in the middle of a fleet at the time. It's like, oh, I'm not a spy. I'm blowing up the spies. <laughs> or something like that. I was blowing something up. Someone just started mining and playing plans. So, okay, so have you done your attributes, Ashley? Yeah, I left one extra um, if mm-hmm. I want to use it later. Okay, could you tell me about your attribute choices then? Not necessarily what the points are, but how you feel this reflects your character. Okay. Um, I wanted to give her a little bit of extra charisma simply because um, I like to think that she's a little bit of a self-starter, which means less of a follower. Mm-hmm. Um, has ability to take point. Mm-hmm. Um, Skippy endurance. I don't know. I think she's just hardy. I don't imagine her being um, the most. Uh, no, I don't know how to explain that. Um, just very tough. A very tough person is she can take a lot. Um, ability perception. And I put a lot of willpower in simply because I want to play her as stubborn as hell. And if you, I don't know, just her presence, I think, has to deal a lot with what she can do mm-hmm. and continue doing. Okay. And whilst we, whilst I remember talking about Eve Online, I have a note here that's greatly overdue. I would like to thank one Mr. John. <coughs> for his donation of 42 million isk towards the Danny Needs More Pew Pew Fund. Because, let's be honest, I always need more pew pew. So a big thank you to John. I'm so sorry for getting this this, uh, shout out so late, but uh, as uh, some folks may have noticed, I've been a bit out of the loop for the past uh, half a year. Recuperating my losses, mending my broken heart, becoming a better person, and generally getting more skilled at pew pew. But Ashley's ship is still bigger than yours. Ashley's ship is not bigger than mine. Shut up. Shut up. I think at one point my ship was the rape ship. (laughs) We should totally post that picture up on the forum so they can see see how big her ship was. (laughs) Ashley told me I could trust her. (laughs) And then she told me. What? She touched me. <laughs> you would not say no. <laughs> uh, she touched me. I might Hopes. say no. You I am know not that. You don't me. know that. I'm, I'm like holding my heart for another. <laughs> Bree, will you marry me? 
No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, Bree, amongst all this chaos and mayhem, have you perhaps possibly finished your attributes? Yes, yes, I have. Okay. Would you like to tell us about them and how they reflect your character? Um, I didn't fill one of them in. I'm still deciding what I want to do with that. Um, and then I gave her um, the knowledge and the skills for um, basically from her upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, to move around in the forest and notice things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she's a bit of a hunter. Uh, her father was a woodsman. Okay. So anything else? Um. Yes, but I don't know how to say it without getting myself in trouble. <laughs> say we will. Um, Dark secret. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, we're unable to continue this, pre- this previously scheduled course of conversation, for it would give away dark secrets. <laughs> so, yes, each of the characters here have been, of which there are two, have been asked to generate a dark secret. Basically, every character in this uh, campaign has a different secret. The reason why they've had to leave their homeland and come to the the, the frozen nipple of Keg. So, throughout this campaign, you'll slowly, or not so slowly, discover who they are, why they're here, and what they've done to cause them exile. <laughs> So, after you've chosen your races and attributes, you move on to other stuff. He says, scrolling up. Um, what was my language? Oh yeah, you should probably want some languages, really, wouldn't you? Such a shame that's at the next bit. You told Ashley. No, I didn't. Then what were you talking about her stuff when your notes and languages? That she, she was had... talking about my background. Yeah, see? Oh... Huh. Fine. Languages. Once all your characters' build points have been spent, you can move on to the next stage of character creation. Languages. So... <laughs> every character begins playing knowing the base language of their chosen race. So for you, Ashley, it's Mainetti. For you, Bree, it's Shut Up. <laughs> It's I'll make nowhere. a note of that. <laughs> Characters with a knowledge score less than minus one, sorry, less than zero, can still speak their, their base language, but with a little bit of a difficulty. He says, scrolling down again. For God's sake, Mouse, do what I tell you, not what you want. <laughs> okay. Characters may gain access to additional languages and the ability to read... Stop moving! Thank you. <laughs> a mouse is possessed. <laughs> power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. I think he's dead. Uh, anyway, 
and the ability to read and write at the expense of build points. It costs one build point to learn how to read and write the character's base language. So if Ashley wanted to learn how to read and write Mainetti, it cost her a build point. One build point to learn an additional language, chosen from the character's racial bonus languages list. So you can basically choose to know different languages. A set list of ones you can do is based upon your uh, your upbringing. Uh, however, additional languages after the first will cost two build points rather than one, and learning to read and write one of the character's additional languages will always cost two build points. No character may possess more additional languages than his knowledge attribute. <laughs> Question? Answer. Is there a common language, or can Ashley and I not talk to each other unless one of us spends points on it? The latter. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, don't worry. There are common words in all the languages of um, cake. They all stem from a common point. So you can converse without spending build points to come across common common language. You can converse to a point. You'll be highly accented. You'll be speaking broken English. Mainetti oh, is generally considered the de facto language. And both of you would have had to spend time in Mainnet to get to the campaign, so... It is the cost you pay for playing a non-Mainnetian. Non-Mainnetians rule! Everybody else rules. Elementary school. That's okay. <laughs> I have Mainnetian language. Um, I was not planning on having her learn how to read or write it though that's fine she's uh the rabble among the rabble mm -hmm. what about you brie i wasn't gonna go with reading or writing but i'm considering learning main eddie <laughs> well, don't worry a character may choose to part learn language one part learns language is free assuming the character has a knowledge of one more any part learned languages after this point will cost one bill point. A character who partly knows a language is not proficient enough to converse more than a few basic principal phrases, but can get the general gist of a conversation. Hmm. You have knowledge once, so if you want to, you can get a part language. Yay. I'm going to go with that for now. Okay. So basically, a part language, Mainetti. Basically, it gives you the idea that you you've been around Manetians enough to get the general gist of the conversation. You know the you know a fair few of the phrases and how it's said, but you speak with difficulty. It's not your natural tongue. You don't speak it like a native. You're not fluent. So Spanish after high school. Sure. <laughs> okay. Now. Once that's done, I assume you both done, yes? Yep. Okay. Personality. Just below the section for attributes, you'll find space to record your character's personality. Here you must detail at least five single-word adjectives to describe your character's personality. As character progression is directly based on these characteristics, it is well advised that you pay careful attention to what you choose. A character with more personality traits may progress quicker, but such speed comes at a risk. Basically, the more of these personality traits you uh, act like within any given session will 
dictate how many experience points you gain at the end of the session. However, if you start to flag on one of the attributes or personality traits or more, you'll actually find yourself progressing slower. You'll never go backwards, but you might start progressing slower. Mm -hmm. This is possibly the hardest part of couch creation, so when you girls are finished, let me know, or if you need any help, feel free to ask. Done. Yep. We foresaw this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Apparently this isn't as hard as I thought. They're just cheating. Actually, Bree, do you want to go over those words with him? Because those were interesting words. I um spent several hours staring at words, so I don't want to hear about how easy it is. Okay, okay, go on, go on. Share us our words and be willing to explain what they mean, because I'm guessing big words are inbound. <laughs> I, I... Hey. <laughs> I... I, I took the liberty of getting the di dictionary definitions for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's good to know my stupidity is well known. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. You intoned it. I heard it. I, I totally it. did not. Okay. I needed it, so... Okay. Anyway! <laughs> Tell me your goddamn personality traits. Cautious, somber, cooperative, furtive, and equable. Okay, what does actual and furtive mean? Furtive is attempting to avoid notice oh, or I attention, yeah, typically because of guilt or a belief that discovery would lead to trouble. Secretive. Okay, and... Uh, equable? Which, yeah, that one. Not easily disturbed or angered, calm and even-tempered. Okay, cool. What about somber? I know what somber means, goddammit. <laughs> but I thought I did too, and then she told me a definite answer. Okay, okay, somber then. <laughs> oppressively solemn or sober in Yeah, mood. see, I know Brave. what somber means. Christ, I'm the most Brave. oppressive writing person ever. I know what bloody somber means. He has a lot of practice with it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, shut, Ashley, shut, shut. your turn. The rain falls. Shut up about the damn rain. <laughs> I can't watch the snow. The snow falls. Uh... Mine are interesting. I wasn't going with bullheaded, but I chose stubborn instead. Um, naive, snarky, modest, and frugal. So okay. she she has a lot of negative doohickeys. Okay, that's, that seems quite suitable for a Tropist character, really, wouldn't you say, Blue? <laughs> okay, so. After we have done this, Danny has to find the rules again. There's the are. Right. Nearly done. Once the above steps have been performed, you are upon the cusp of completion. All that remains is to calculate health levels, speed, igni, and starting shit. Obviously, I didn't write shit in the rules, it's actually equipment. Health levels are the measure of a character's well-being. The fewer health levels remaining, the more battered he is, and the more likely he'll be killed. A player, a player character starts with six health levels, modified by his endurance, to a minimum of one. So... This is complicated calculations here. Big boy mathematics. Six plus endurance equals health levels. Seven. Same. Okay, so if you want to tick box uh, or X boxes in health up until, well, seven. Mm-hmm. So, next one. Another hard one here. 
character's speed is how far he can run for each action spent running. A character starts with a speed of 30 feet, increased by 5 per point of mobility to a minimum of 5 feet. So mobility times 5 plus 30. Also 35. The armor a character wears may sometimes affect his effective mobility score. In such cases, place a new speed in the brackets provided. Finally, Igni is discussed in much more detail later, but essentially it reflects a hero's driving force, passion, and ability to manipulate the world around him without intent. A character starting Igni points depends on the campaign type. Common characters start with no Igni points. Mm-hmm. We've already gone over the majority rule. Unblooded. During character creation, a player may elect to have his or her character unused to the trials of war. She may be craven, suffering a minus one penalty to willpower checks during combat encounters, untrained, a minus one penalty to all attack checks, or suffer from sensory overload during battles that gives you a minus two initiative checks. Each of these qualities grants you an extra bill point, but may only be removed but may be removed any point during play at cost for single bill point each. So Craven, untrained, and sensory overload. Would either of you two like any of those? Untrained. Okay. Give yourself an extra bill point and write write down that you suffer a minus one penalty to all attack checks in uh, the note stuff. What about you, Brie? I'm sure that some or all of those suit my character's background, but you said them kind of fast. Okay. Craven means you're scared of combat. Untrained means you're, well, untrained. And sensory overload basically means you, you you start panicking a bit during combat and you're a bit, a bit slow on the uptake because of everything that's going on. Um, Probably untrained because she's not trained. Okay. So again, could you put a minus one penalty to all attack checks in your notes and stuff list? Notes and... Oh. <laughs> Okay. Now I'm going to roll a d three uh, d eight. Generate each of you how much monies you start with. I want dice. I has no dice. I use a dice. So, Ashley Bree, which of you would like to go first? Moi. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, she's been going first the whole time. Might as well keep it that way. Three gets sloppy seconds. Okay, if you like to scroll down to the bottom of your character sheet, you'll see a space for tin, copper, iron, silver, and bank value coins in main, pen, and vat. The main, pen, and vat are the three different mintings generally found across cake. The mainetti, pendrani, also known as the fiocris. Stuff and Vatar. <laughs> Ashley, can you please note down that you have. Oh, okay, that's quite neat. You have one iron mainnet piece. Okay, that can be split into 10 copper or 100 tin as you see fit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you might say, I don't know, I want 10 tin and 9 copper. No iron, or you might just want a square iron piece. Up to you. Okay, and for you, Brie, you start with 
nine copper pieces. We were doing them in Maynardian, right? Yes. Okay. Although you are quite happy to have some Pendrani pieces uh, mixed amongst there. They're considered to have the same conversion rate at character creation. Okay. Okay. Neither of you have any armor. Neither of you have any weapons. Okay, you have no real possessions to speak of. So if you'd like to scroll finally to the top, at the bottom left you will see a face for history and stuff, or for you can fill that in in between games. So top of the characters, if you'd like to put the following. Under player, put your name. Under race, put human. Sub-race is your upbringing, so for Ashley it is Mainetti. For Bree it's Fairweaven. Under template, you can leave blank. Age is your age. You're considered to be adult at the age of... 13 for Pendran or Fairweaven. And... 13 for Mainetti. Your skin and hair for the Mainetti tends to be... So he's trying to find it again. Mainetti tend to have Caucasian skin tones of dark hair and green eyes or hazel eyes. For the Pendrani... Trying to find it. God damn it. Pendrani tend to have distinctly dark hair and eyes combined with suave skin tones. Okay, I will we'll read this quick description out for the Pendran, because it applies to Fairweaven as well. Pendran, or more formally, the theocratical fiefdoms uh, of Pendran, are a fractured land since the collapse of theocratical supremacy. Prior to the fall, the Knights of the Rose that lord over Pendran composed the military arm of the theocracy, a knife to the throat of the other houses. Following the fall, the knightly houses have fallen upon each other, already bloodied by the long and pointless crusade in Zenyalatsin, the mainland south of Keg. Many minor knightly houses have imploded as a result of the infighting. Of the knightly orders themselves, only the knights of the White Rose retain a semblance of their former glory. The others, either as a result of infighting or the crusade, have faded into history. Few will miss them outside Pendran, for it is said that the age of church knights is over. Now is the age of the houses. So, Mainetti are the proud people with dark hair, eyes, and pale skin. It is House Mainette that sits on the throne of the New World, and House Mainette who had the courage to stand before the theocracy and say no. Framed by theocratical intrigues, the Mainetti were forced to rebel against the state. Since that day, five years ago, 
keg has been torn asunder as a gold rush of ideals and aspirations have placed sword in the hands of those who would rule a new keg. Due to the political climate, not all Mainetti owe allegiance to House Mainet, but all love their homeland and are willing to fight any who would take it from them. And my girls, I'm happy to tell you, that brings character creation to a close. Save. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that has taken us mm, about an hour. Give or take. Yes, and then we have another character set later. Yeah. Which I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. So, any questions now we finish character creation? Not really. Bree? No. Would you girls like to begin? Sure. Bree? Well, yes, but I feel bad for leaving people out too. Well, those people should have arrived instead. But either way, I'll start recording. We'll restart it, Robert. Listen, child. Come closer and listen carefully. The snows come now, child, led by he who has died, he who has been reborn. I will tell you a tale, child, one of shadow misery, one of bitter cold and bloodshed, of fire and iron. Keg is at war, child, the birds tell us so. Her dooms borne upon feathered wings. But it is true, child, Keg is at war. In the north, night rides against night. Those that survived Zenya Latsin across the sea have shattered the Rose Orders and set flames to the church they once swore to serve. It is the east of Atar rules. Her conscripted sons and daughters raining arrow and death upon a Mainetti foe. Each day brings that foe closer to ruin, and Mainet is forced to retreat. Even Mainet is forced to retreat. Ah yes, Mainet. How much the raven speaks of her. Proud Mainet. Rich Maynet, fool Maynet, who stood against a bureaucracy and cried no. It was in Maynet five years ago that the first sparks were struck. Maynet cut the theocrat down dead. They cleaved his skull from shoulders fat and set all the cogs of war to motion. The Maynetti are to blame. But they pay a butcher's price for their arrogance. 
And oh, doomed fair weather, how we all mourn for her. When plague struck, the other houses laughed, bickered, and finally stabbed her in the back. Abandoned, her people died a slow death. Hers is a desolate land now, where no man nor beast might live. Of fair weather, now remains but a necropolis of corpses, bones bleached in the sun. All of her learning scattered to the wind. But doom is not the case for all of Keg's lands. For there lies another in the west. Proud stands Glacendia. Born of fair weather, a menet both, forged of dragon fire and tempered by ice and death, in Pentacan amongst the barbarians and foul sorceries, only the strong can survive, child, and the road is littered with the frozen bones of the weak. It is said. And in Pentecan, beasts might walk as men, and men might walk as beasts, blessed by heretical gods. The night hags lure fools to their dens, scattering their souls to the wind, and drinking up their life's blood. Dragons through Pentecan. And their servants are known to few. Yet their eyes see all. Their eyes see all indeed. Yet in the shadows, blacker things lie, watching with envious eyes the comings and goings of mortal man. For it is said, and in this wind-swept, frozen hell hates all life. And that the ice preserves far too much that should have long been forgotten. Now is the time for new heroes to rise. Now is the time to set the last cogs in motion. If war is to come, and only with axe and bow and fiery ruin can it be faced. The Saturnine snows are here now, child. So look to your father in the west. Seek him out and know your destiny true.